Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm with Squeaks. Squeaks. And uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to be doing a lot of remote recordings, of course, as everybody tries to stay at home and stay safe. Uh, so, And there's also this idea of, like, there's not a lot of news out right now, so we might get a little creative with these episodes. Uh, we're going to continuously bring you guys Geek Freaks every week. It's just, it might change a little bit over the next few weeks. Um, but what have you been doing at home while you're just kind of camping out right now? I've been playing older games okay. uh that and uh starting to watch a little bit more uh tv shows yep. and different movies um so i'm kind of looking at the category of what is new right right now for uh my fire stick what can i rent right now <laughs> yeah pretty much what is what i'm doing yeah i've been uh, what, about, what about you i've been yeah. cleaning up my netflix list you know how there's always like that show you're like oh, i'll get to that or i hear like good you know somebody's like oh you gotta watch this so i just yeah. throw it on my list so i'm finally knocking those yeah. out uh Finished okay. up, you know, Altered Carbon, watched the anime of that, and then Kingdom, God, I, I'm like a Kingdom freak now. Yeah. Damn, I'm surprised you like it that much. That's neat. Well, have you have you actually finished it yet, or are you just... No, still on season one. Okay. Yeah, it, I think it does really well. It does a really good job. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's very cool. There are certain tropes that are in uh, Eastern culture, like having the buffoon character, you know, air quotes on that. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. That bug the hell out of me, and Daniel knows that. Whenever he looks for an anime for me, he always like, ah, you don't like this one, it's got too many dorks in it or whatever so they have one of those for sure it's the governor uh so but other than that uh, it's perfect. definitely yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's, it's been good all right so uh let's go ahead and well let's start things off with the geek box so we've been doing this thing every week or every day now uh, with the geek box and while i have you on i'm gonna bring you in on this um so the way the geek box works is it has different geek topics and we're just gonna pull one out of there and see what that's like uh okay so first one out of the geek box is uh, would you be able to destroy the one ring? So that's you right there. What do you think? Oh man. No, I don't think so. Because if Frodo did all that work, uh, there's no way I'm doing that much work. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd keep it for myself and call it quits. I'm not going to walk that far to the volcano and shit. No. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I could either, man. I would, I would pretty sure I'd be like, well, I can do good things with this. I mean, like, come on now. Those guys got corrupted, but not me. Like, I'm going to take yeah. the best out of this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I'm sure that's what thousands of people think at first. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're looking like Gollum what, a year later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. All right. That was a good one. <laughs> I like this. That was, that was pretty good, actually. Okay. So, let's go See, ahead. I just look this. at a perspective where I'm lazy as shit. There's no way I'm doing that, that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you hear Sam. Just take it. Fuck it. You, take, you do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so in Overwatch, we have a new champion on the horizon. It's joining the PTR right now, uh, and it's already been go- undergoing some changes since then. This new champion, we've been hinted at for a while now. It's Echo. Uh, we first had the... Uh, uh, she was first in the little video for McCree and Ash. You remember that one? Right? Where they're like... Yes, yes. She was the, the cargo. And then she's in the trailer for Overwatch 2. And to describe her... How would you describe her, Echo? Like, just like appearance-wise, a- appearance-wise. Just uh, like if uh, Tony Stark's Jarvis had a body. There well, we go. That's not like a human body like Vision, but like a robot, I guess. Yeah, mixed with like Eva from WALL-E maybe. It's got a little bit of that colors. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Okay. Uh, so far, she, still, she feels like she's pretty much game breaking. Let's go over her abilities and go from there. Uh, we'll go from like not that big of a deal to big deal. So first off, her passive is glide. She's able to like glide quickly. So she goes... Fast forward quickly, but she falls fast. Uh, she has flight as well, so she's able to press whatever spells like makes her go up real fast. Uh, so she's kind of like a Mercy mixed with a Farah a little bit, if you know what I'm saying. 
the the dash the gliding or the dashing you said mm-hmm. forward is that kind of like a tracer dash or is no it's it, it's a passive so it, it's when she's falling okay. just like mercy how she's able to kind of like keep herself aloft but they yes. they showed like videos of it like it goes faster both forward and down so you can't stay okay. up forever um okay. they they want to make that very clear that it's all about flanking somebody in the skies and then coming back down uh, she has focusing beam, which I think not a lot of people are talking about this, but is like super powerful. It's a continuous beam that she shoots at somebody or a shield. And uh, if it's under 50%, it does way more damage. So she's able to take out the Reinhardts and stuff like that so fast because of this, this new ability. Dang. Yeah. Uh, her secondary attack is sticky bombs. She has a magazine of six and she's able to put out these sticky bombs. As soon as they land on somebody, it has like two second tick and then it goes off. Uh, but she's able to put these out really quick. So it's almost as fast. It's like kind of like her primary. Uh, they, they actually go pretty quick with it. And so if you're thinking of like a, uh, let's see who has a fast secondary. Uh, Torbjorn has a fast secondary, stuff like that. Or or like a, a, a Roadhog, you know how it's just kind of like another part of the primary. So, uh, and her primary is tri shot where it's three bursts that she puts out these triangular shots. And that plays a lot like Genji's primary where it's those uh shurikens that he throws and, out so yeah that's her primary so uh, you probably said it but the beam on the other hand is that that's an uh, actual ability that? okay okay yeah okay yeah uh so she has so much more like they've, they've already showed videos of her in game without her ultimate she's already a very big burst champion she can fly in find your your weaker champ maybe your mccree in the back that's trying to hit somebody with the ult and just burst them down super fast uh, she opens up with the primary, get the try shot off, get all your sticky bombs up, then put out your primary again. Once they get to below 50%, you just nuke them with a the focusing beam. Super powerful champ already. Now, yeah, looking at her though, she's so all over the place on the map. But it's like, this is faster than a Farah. It's like a Farah flying around, obviously, but she's so quick. Uh, she feels kind of, yeah, she kind of feels like she's got that tracer speed. You know how a tracer is like just yeah, constantly okay, in movement? Okay. Yeah. Okay. She also has like that mercy health where she's super weak at the health pool. So you have to be moving all the time. Okay. Your flight might be used as an escape more than anything else. Mm. Uh, okay. Looking to the game breaking part, her ultimate is called duplicate. Echo copies a, a member of the opposing team for a time and has accelerated cooldowns. Uh, Jeff Kaplan, who's the one that revealed everything in a, in a video, uh, says that you'll be able to proc multiple ultimates while in this copied form. Uh, so, the most broken version of this, like, let's take a Reaper. So Reaper's ultimate, he spins around and shoots everybody in a circle really fast and is annoying. If she copies a Reaper, gets like two shots off on somebody, she has enough for her ultimate. She could activate the ultimate and the ultimate itself would build so much of the ultimate's, you know, power that she could basically chain three ultimates in a row. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. Is there any uh, character you think would be broken if she would copy? Kind of like the Reaper. Um... Wonder if, nah, it has to be damage, right? It could be anybody. So yeah. I was gonna say, wonder if you're using maze and you just freeze the whole team constantly. Like oh, if anyone man. that didn't fall in the circle, you could recreate that circle and then freeze everyone. I didn't even think about her. That is so a times, really man. good one. <laughs> yeah. That is game breaking. They said that with internal testing, because you know, of course, all the devs have been playing this for a while. They said that it tends to be best to copy a tank. Uh, is there any tank that you could see, like a good, th- all of a sudden you need three tank combo that you'd want to copy? Like having an extra Reinhardt maybe or something like that? Um, I wonder if you had an extra Roadhog and he constantly kept pushing with his gun if you're doing a payload. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. that could totally push yeah. the other team off the payload completely. 
Yeah. Yeah, you just constantly have that gun going, and it's so frustrating because you can't get close to anyone. That could go for Sigma as well, because if you could just throw Sig- mm. everybody in the air, get two hits off while they're in the air, you'd be able to reload your, your ultimate and then just constantly be lifting uh, them up in the air. Yeah, oh, true. that'd be such That's a annoying. nuisance. So uh, with perfection, you can get three off, three of the ultimates off. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Sigma Sigma's ult would be bad. Uh, Healer-wise, any healers you could think would be like insane to, to go three times? Uh, Zenyatta, for sure. Because he flows around and keeps everyone alive. So yeah. you can't really kill anyone really when his ult's up. Yeah. And then Baptiste, I've heard people talk about how good Baptiste is because not necessarily his ultimate, but his, uh, that also where like everybody stays alive no matter what. You can just keep putting those things down and just have like 30 seconds of permanent nobody dies. That would be an insane last 30, 30 second push. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think there, there's going to be a lot of changes. They've already in PTR where she's at right now, they've already been kind of nerfing her a little bit. Uh, adjusting that ultimate, which is where they said they were going to be adjusting her. Uh, how how do you think this will change the meta of the game? Like how teams are built in the future? Say they oh bring her into gosh. esports. How have you? Well, okay, let me kind of counter this question. Have you experienced anyone using a great counter against her, or do you know of one? They said that the counter for against her is somebody like an Ash or a. Uh, a Widowmaker, a sniper in the back that's able to just like take her out with two shots because it literally takes like two bullets to t- put her down. She's so weak. Okay, and I think we're going to constantly see those type of characters against her because if if Echo's this strong and this you know fast pace and uh, her alter is is super awesome, I think we're always going to see an Echo and then always going to see a sniper like an Ash or a Widowmaker. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think, too, it might be one of those situations where, again, kind of like Reaper, I keep using him as an example, but when you have a Reaper come in, use the ultimate, you know that just for a split second, the entire team is on lockdown mode. And they turn around, stun, stun, stun. I think we might see that with her, too. If they see her and she ults somebody, and when she ults somebody, she becomes a form of them, but like bright red or bright blue if she's on your team. I think everybody's just going to lock them down, try to get past the 30 seconds, make sure she can't regain the ultimates. Um, Yeah. You know, and... There was a bug in the beginning. They haven't said if they fixed it yet or not. I haven't heard news on this yet. In the beginning, she gained their life pool as well. And when she died in their form, she came back instantly as herself. So <laughs> I'm not sure if that got huh. fixed, if that's purposely pur- uh, purposeful okay. or not. But I think that might be something that just was kind of a bug. Because that feels very okay. buggy. You know, it seems like yeah, way too strong. Yeah. If I can go in with a Reinhardt charge in and then fly out real quick once I die, uh, mm-hmm. that'd be pretty insane. Yeah. Anything else about Echo before we uh, move on? Um, no, I think design-wise, she's kind of cool, though, but I'm, I'm not too crazy uh, that she is. I don't know. I was going to say, like, a, that Jarvis feel. Yeah. You know, like, maybe it would have been cool if it was an actual character and then just a robot. Yeah, that's true, uh, yeah. The- but design-wise, as I like it, I loved how you said Eve, because uh, you could totally feel get that vibe. Yeah, yeah. Or Eva, sorry. That'd be cool if her and, like, now I'm thinking about it, I now want a companion skin with her and uh, Bastion. And Bastion be like the Wally skin. That would be so dope. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. That'd be great. Especially when he when he's in tank form. Exactly. There's no reason why he can't roll around like Wally. Yeah. Oh my god! And he has like those cute little beeps, like you know, and he's got the bird the whole time, so he has kind of that Wally feel to him, like oh, Wally man. with a cockroach. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, that's Game Breaker. But yeah, that was a Jeff Kaplan video, guys. Uh, I believe it's on our website. If not, I'll put it up there if you guys want to watch that video. Uh, Jeff Kaplan's the uh-huh. game developer for uh, Overwatch. Director, sorry. Uh, moving on to 
the movies that are being released early due to the COVID-19 war, uh, problem, everybody's been re- releasing their movies straight to um, home box office. So you guys could either go to your streaming service, you could rent them from uh, Amazon Prime, or you can do uh, on demand if you still have cable for some reason. Uh, so there's all those. So let's go ahead and go over these movies and see if there's any that you want to watch. Uh, a lot of these have already been released, but we'll go ahead and throw out the dates out there so you can see when they released. March 13th, we had Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker on Disney+. Plus. March 15th, we had Frozen 2, Disney Plus as well. March 20th, we both have The Invisible Man and The Hunt come to Prime, Amazon Prime Rentals. On the 21st, we have Emma, which is, uh, I think it's Dickens maybe, uh, it's a Prime Rental as well. On uh, March 20th, we have Onward for Rental, and then on the 3rd, it's coming out to Disney Plus, so just wait till the 3rd. Uh, Birds of Prey, <laughs> Birds of Prey on the 24th, and then in April, it'll be for, uh, uh, I'm sorry, that's for purchase, and then in April, it'll be for rental. And then on April 10th, we have Trolls World Tour. Are any of these something you're going to watch? Are you excited for Okay, so, what? I, okay, first of all, what I'm super excited for is that because of what's going on in the world right now, that we have these great companies that are actually showing some love for the people. Yes. Like, who would have ever thought that these money, crazy money... Uh, gathering companies would actually do this for people so like yeah. onward to be here april 3rd is uh, that's amazing like what the hell this is awesome yeah uh even for like renting so like some of the ones i'm super interested for uh I'm, i really want to see the invisible man um now learning that this is part of the dark universe that universal is trying to do mm-hmm. um, i'm kind of interested in that i know mummy wasn't like uh whatever yeah but hopefully i heard good things about this that it kind of recovered hopefully will recover this universe um that I'll probably watch Emma because the wife will want to watch it. Let's be real. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so I'll watch it. But uh, onward, I'm super excited for. Like I just said, um, Birds of Prey already saw it, so I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, I've never seen a Trolls movie, but I know there's a quite a few of them out. So I'm like, hmm, is this really that popular? Now, if it's available for me to see really cheap, maybe I'll check Trolls out too. Yeah, I. I it's funny because this Trolls movie, like I, if you were to tell me any other day of the week, like, no, I don't care. But the yeah. trailer actually looks really cool. Like, I, there's the like music. the different genres, <laughs> exactly different genres yeah. of music and stuff like that. I'm like, I like that. And then they have a bunch of different singers coming in. So I'm like, oh shit, maybe I'll be watching this. Uh, yeah, I think I will. Frozen two, I wasn't like super excited to go see either. But then when it came out early, I was like, well, all right, I'll watch it. So I ended up watching Frozen two. I think last. Oh night. my gosh. Okay, can we talk about Frozen two real quick? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, so I saw in the movie theater, of course, because I, I mean, yeah. I need to. So I did. <laughs> And I wasn't like a huge fan of it. I was like, okay, this is not beating Frozen 1. Right, of course. But oh, and, and then like it feels like, okay, so obviously the smash hit from 1 is let it go. And I felt like they were trying really hard oh, to yeah. get that. Like Desperately so. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, you really feel it. Like, look, it's if it doesn't come naturally, then you guys are really forcing it. Right. So the Kristoff scene with the 80s music video feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scene that was with, the, good. with this, the, oh my God. <laughs> that was the only part I was dying the whole time. That was my favorite scene in the whole movie. The rest, uh, I like when, um, if you remember where um, Olaf was re, re uh, reciting the uh, Frozen One. Yeah, that was really to good. Everyone, oh yeah. my God, that was good. So they had its moments, <laughs> but overall, like, yeah, still not one. I love that part when the guard, like, he's reciting number one. And the guard's like, oh, no. Like, he's into it. Oh, my God, yes. Like, I'm like you know what? I might just rewatch this today. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I like the water horse and stuff like that. I, I, I like oh, where yeah. Elsa is at now. Like, I think this was a really good development for Elsa because she became 
pretty cool. Like, she didn't really kind of fit in. Like, even at the end of number one, you're like, okay, so she's just like the queen now. And so what does that make Anna? It was real weird. And now it's like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. That makes sense. Okay, Anna's here and, you know, Elsa's there. It makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, it was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it, it did feel I – did, I did like that, too, because it kind of gave a place for Anna. Mm-hmm. Anna. Yeah, um, Anna. There we go, yeah. But – um. I don't know. I don't really care that like Elsa is like, can't you just build a big ass ice kingdom for these people instead of living in dirt? I, you know, it's so funny you said that. Yeah, because we're at the end of that when they showed like the huts. I'm like, yeah, but you, they literally showed her castle earlier in the thing when they're like just on the road trip. You saw it in the background. Yeah. I was like, just mm-hmm. build like more of those. <laughs> Who cares? You know? Yeah. It's like <laughs> it won't last long. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. You lived in like a, as a princess your whole life. You're gonna live in dirt now. It's okay. I have Frozen a, three. You're gonna have a big ass kingdom. <laughs> I have a feeling yeah. she's gonna create like a castle or palace on that um, iceberg that's up north. That has the memories. Yeah, okay. I'm like, okay, well, that seems like that's perfect for her. And oh, okay. So that'll be pretty cool. Well, while we're here, since we're reviewing Frozen 2, give it a grade. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to do a C because I only, there was only two memorable moments for me. Yeah, see? I'm going to give it a C plus because yeah. I actually okay. enjoyed okay. it. Now we're talking about it, I'm enjoying it more and more. So <laughs> I'll give it a C plus. Okay. Uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Have you seen that one yet? Oh my god! I wish I had it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> god, and, and then the the extended book rumors. Oh, the, that the upset me. I I just can't do it. I can't I can't do Star Wars anymore unless yeah. they redo like what's going on right now with the um, what's that new series that's going on? High the High Republic. High High Republic. <sighs> unless they do a movie and they could revamp the series, but right this whole trilogy, I just can't stand it. It drives me crazy. We're going to need some time, though. I I don't want them to touch any Star Wars movies for, like, give us, like, three years at least to kind of reset. Yeah. Just make yeah. War Mandalorians and, you know, give us the Obi-Wan show. That's all we need. So, hopefully mm-hmm. they do that. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, this is, I don't remember, uh, Rosio Dawson, uh, uh, what's her name, Rosio Dawson? Do you know who I'm talking about? From, like, Daredevil and everything it? like that? She's going to be okay. uh, uh, Oh, Asuka. Ashuka. Yeah, 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 in uh, in the new Mandalorian, so that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, too. that's neat. I really like her a lot, so yeah. hopefully she can pull it off. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a big choose to fill. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and get into kind of our bigger topic that we're discussing right now. We have the PS5 specs that came out this week, and we also have the Xbox Series X and more specs for them. Uh, all this information we're pulling from an article by Matthew Bird from Den of Geeks. Check that article out if you guys. The reason we were so leaning, uh, leaning so heavily on him is because he does a really good job of explaining what exactly these numbers mean. So uh, that's why we're going to be leaning in on him. Uh, so check that out, guys. Okay. So uh, we're going to step into graphics, faster load times, and we're going to go into who has better storage and then some bonus features. So let's go ahead and go into the first part, better graphics. The PS5 boasts a CPU with 8x Zen 2 cores, 3.5 gigahertz, and then a, a GPU of a custom AMD Radeon RDNA Navi 10.28 teraflops. The main thing there is the tw- 10.28 teraflops. Of all those numbers, just 10.28 teraflops. The Series X has, uh, you know, an Zen Core 3.8 gigahertz, so it's a little bit stronger CPU. Uh, and then the GPU is also a custom radio, uh, AMD Radeon RDNA, but the 12 teraflops. So we have straight up more teraflops coming from the Series X. What does this mean? So according to Kotaku, or, um, uh, <laughs> Kotaku, 
they said that the PS5 essentially sports like a Radeon RX 5700. If you were to go out and like buy one for your PC, so that kind of gives you an idea. While the Series X has a Vega 56, uh, RX Vega 56. Uh, both of these are going to be extremely powerful, run 4K resolution, uh, and they're going to be able to support ray tracing. Ray tracing is kind of the way of the future right now. So we kind of see these things where like the advantage clearly numbers wise goes to the Series X. But they're so much more powerful than the systems we have now that I don't think you'll feel the difference. What are your thoughts on on the on the difference here with just basically two teraflops difference? Uh, man, is two teraflops really going to make that much of a difference for the average person playing video games? That's the big thing. Yeah. Like, do I do I? Okay. So do I? As I'll just be biased as a PlayStation fan. Mm-hmm. Do how much do I need to care about the two teraflops that I already have the ten? You know what do you right. think? How can can that be persuaded to those people or no? Right. As an Xbox That's fan, like I, I want everything I can to boast about. But in the end of the day, while I'm in the middle of a game, is it like, man, I'm really feeling these two teraflops. Thank God I made exactly. the choice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think in the end, what's funny is like, I think it's going to come down to what controller do I know better? <laughs> these things are so yeah. closely <laughs> fought, you know, so it's, it's a tough one. Next up, we'll look into what is straight up faster. So when we talk about faster, we basically mean how fast do games load. That's one of the most irritating things, especially if you're playing like Division. Uh, it has these insane load times. Somebody actually just tested the Series X and on the Xbox One playing Division. It took a full minute to load Division 2 on the Xbox One, and it took maybe three seconds to five seconds for the uh, Series X. Kind of gives you an idea of what we're looking at here. The PS5 has a custom 825 gigabyte SSD storage drive uh, with a 5.587 gigs per second, okay? And then the Series X has a one terabyte and uh, with a 2.4 gigabytes per second. So if you're looking at just the size, the Xbox is winning. But if you look at the per second, I mean, the PlayStation's double the speed, right? Yeah, insane. What's more important to you, faster load time or faster speed, or do you just want that extra like 175 gigabyte storage? Man, um, I don't care about the hundred whatever gigabyte storage. Yeah, because um, eight hundred twenty-five is a huge amount. So I care about the speed because I like things to be fluent. So if I could, like how the PS4 and Xbox were advertising itself in the beginning, like how can, how fast can you get out of a game and get yeah. back to the next one? Um, so that's a big deal. And then yeah, load times are insane, especially in certain games like you're talking about Division. Yeah. So, if anything, if I have to delete a game or two that I'm not playing anymore because I have 825 gigs of storage, yeah, I could probably find a couple games that I'm not really touching lately. It's something we already do now, too, that we're pretty used to. Like, I think the yeah. Xbox One, my Xbox One anyways, has like 250 gigabytes, which is like three games, like three full-size games. I'm constantly like, ah, I'm not playing Red Dead anymore. Let me delete that one. Or exactly. I used to always keep Grand Theft Auto Five on my Xbox just because it was like one of those games, like, I don't have nothing to do. Let me just hop in this game real quick. Like, yeah. uh, let me delete this once I can get the Halo Master Chief collection or something like that. Uh, exactly. I think because we are so used to it that it's like, yeah, eh, that doesn't really bother me that much. But the speed, though, is, would be nice. Developers are already saying that the new PS5 SSD is so fast that it could change how gaming works. Like, that's pretty insane. Uh, hmm. The example they gave, and they were saying, like, it's it's hard to explain how fast this thing is and what it could mean to them. But the example they're saying is that in an open world game, so we're talking Skyrim. That literally, you can load the entire world, every building, every cave at once. So you would have no load times in any way. Even the hidden load times of like when you walk into a room, like say you're looking at a cave and it's like, oh, okay, it's like dark in there. You know, I can't really see in there. 
and then you walk in and then all of a sudden the cave lightens up. It may not feel like a load time to you, but there is actually kind of a loading process happening at that. That's why the cave is dark inside. They're saying that you wouldn't need to do that. You could actually stand outside and kind of like look in and kind of peer around the corners and see what's inside that cave before you walk into it. That's crazy. Yeah. What's uh, the uh, what's the Xbox compared to this? Well, the X, they... the Series X is half the speed, so uh, it's good. It's just not insanely fast. It's not game changing. Yeah. Okay. And that's a big one for me. Like, I think if you have all this power, so the Series X has more power, right? If you have all this power and yet we're still not as fast as the PlayStation 5, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's where those two teraflops, you're talking two teraflops is not going to make much of a difference when you're still on a load screen. And it's, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to like yeah. overplay this because both of these are insanely faster than what you guys are currently playing right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that is some insane SSD power coming out of PlayStation 5. Might sway me back. <laughs> Before we got started, I was like, I'm going Xbox again. But talking about this SSD might be happy back at the PS5. That's going to be a tough one. <laughs> to yeah, decide yeah that's crazy. That's huge. Yeah. All right. Uh, looking at the, the storage, we talked again about the one terabyte versus the 825 gigabytes. So we know that the Xbox base-wise just has more storage. But yes. the key is upgrading your storage. Now, Ooh. Sony will let you use a third-party expansion, HHD or SSD, but no words yet on if any third parties want to uh, use this new PS5 architecture. So to get these speeds, they basically had to redesign how the SSD will work. Well, you have to have another company want to even try to make that to be able to expand. So there's okay. there's no word on whether or not that's even available. But they are willing to work with third parties. Now, Xbox will not let you work with third parties. You have to get the Seagate external one terabyte SSD expansion card. It is basically an Xbox memory card. You have to get that one. Uh, so you're really kind of pigeonholed in one thing. What are your thoughts on this? Do you do you want to chance it with Sony? Like, uh, they'll let me work with a third party, but there has to be a third party that happens to want to make this card. Or will this card change how SSDs are made and they'll just be everywhere after this thing? What do you think? Okay, so you might you might be shocked with my answer. So um, I think it's neat that Sony's letting other third parties do some because yeah. we get a more uh, more. Uh, inventory of what we could buy and then reviews if there are really good ones out there yeah but if i were to buy one i would pretty much buy whatever sony would make so i know for sure that it should be compatible so i'm kind of like with the xbox if they're saying this is the only one that can be made that works for xbox for sure then i would like to have something where there's no issues just in case um but it will suck if uh, the seagate external one terabyte is hard to come by because everybody's buying it yeah, and usually they're going to be a little more expensive too. Like in the past, when you, you buy like the new 360 extra, extra hard drives or whatever, they were a little pricier than they should be. Uh, but you do have a good point where you're like, yeah, but I'd rather just know it works. For the people who are not yeah. real tech savvy, especially, you just want to plug and play, you know, so maybe that'll be something that's uh, easier to do. Yeah. I wonder if, it, yeah, some configurations or something that's, um, that's already set that you don't have to do with the other one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess, when you plug it in. Yeah. All right, so let's go into, go, so go into some bonus features for each of these systems. Uh, PS5 has variable boost frequencies that monitor the GPU and CPU, so it'll put the power where it needs to be put. Uh, selective downloading and deleting. So if you have a big file, say you're downloading uh, Grand Theft Auto V, huge game. Well, it'll maybe just download your starting zones first so you can get started, and then it'll continue downloading the game while you're playing the, the, the intro part of the game. Uh, it has native backwards compatibility to where it'll play PS4 games most ps4 games at launch uh it says most of the top 100 most played games 
and they're going to be probably adding to that over time, but it's just PS4, not PS3 or 2 or 1. Uh, has Tempest 3D audio tech for advanced surround sound performance. Uh, they they actually are saying that they're basically reinventing the surround sound. The PS3's surround sound was so good that they didn't change it much for PS4, but the PS5 will be a whole new thing. On Xbox side, they got quick resume. Basically, you could get back into any game you want to, just instantly where you left off. Uh, expandable backwards compatibility. It'll be able to play the Xbox original, 360, and Xbox One titles. And it'll upgrade the Xbox One titles to near uh, Series X quality. It'll have uh, the Project X Cloud support, so you're able to play all your Xbox games everywhere, on your mobile phone, on your PC, everything. And it has ray tracing audio for enhanced audio performance. So it's kind of this idea that like you can hear things bounce off walls better and stuff like that. So it's creating a more immersive surround sound. Uh, any of these bonus features of both systems look interesting to you? Um, my huge one is the backwards compatibility. I feel like yeah. with these systems not being out that for that long, five years compared to the last generation, mm-hmm. um, I think we're at five years or six, whatever. Yeah, um, so it's huge to be able to still play the PS4 games because to me, I could go back playing um, some uh, like Spider-Man and God of War. Yeah. Um, for uh, Xbox, okay, so me personally, I know I can play a lot of the exclusive titles on a computer. Right. So that is a huge factor too. Like, why do I need this Xbox? really um playstation does uh so we're talking about the 100 uh titles that are most played right right the yeah. 100 most played titles so i don't we obviously don't have that list i'm assuming right not yet no they haven't okay. released it yeah i think they're being smart about but, this <laughs> yeah but i know some of them are, we're looking at spider-man like i said spider-man god of war last of us horizon bloodborne i uh, uh Uncharted, all of those for Shatter- sure yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. I know we're, it, it was redone for PS4, and I'm sure that could be one of the top 100 games Could played. be, yeah. Um, question mark ones are like Final Fantasy VII. Will that cross over? Probably, because it's brand new. We'll see. It'll probably get re-released, yeah. Yeah. And now, um, the thing to remember, too, possibly. is if you, were to buy, if you were to buy Final Fantasy on Xbox One right now, it's added to your account for Xbox, and you will get the Series X version for free on the new Xbox when it comes out. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty neat. I like how they're doing that. Um, So those are the only really things I care about. Um, The quick resume I really like for the Xbox. Uh, For PlayStation, that downloading, um, like you were talking about, like the start zone and while it's downloading. Right. You know, it'll download whatever is around you. Um, I feel like we got that with Xbox already. We have it with Uh, Xbox, but it's only one game at a time. So say you were to play uh, Assassin's Creed and you wanted to watch Netflix, it would actually stop your game of Assassin's Creed to play Netflix. Okay, but see, I don't like that already because I feel like every time I start the game, it's like, oh, I can really do only a limited amount of things. So it's like, oh, I might as well just wait until it's downloaded. So that doesn't really grab me okay. there. Um, yeah, that's really my big thing is the backwards compatibility. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm interested in this ray trade. I'm always interested in both of their audio. It's something that... I- we haven't really addressed in the last, you know, set of consoles. So I'm interested to see where that can go. It feels like audio can't get any better. So when they're like talking about like, oh, this is going to change how audio works. So like, like, okay, it showed me, like impress me, you know? So pretty excited about that. Yeah. Backwards compatibility is really huge, especially if I go PS5, because there are, are countless PS4 titles I have not played. So uh, uh, yeah, that'd be huge. That would be a big one for me. Like I, first thing I would do is like, go get Spider-Man, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that, that opens up a whole library for me. Um, it's a tough one. You know, I don't know. in your situation, too, you can play some of these Xbox games on your computer as well, so... Well, and I already do. Like, Sea of Thieves, yeah, a lot exactly. of people play it on the Xbox, and we all play it on the PCs. Yeah. 
yeah, you know, we talked about it in the past, but Halo games, I'm playing them over again on the on the PC, and I'm learning that they're so much better on the PC than they are on the Xbox. Yeah. I I it's so crazy. I'm probably going PS5 so far, and I've yeah. never thought I would say that. Uh I just wish I could play my Xbox controller on my PS5. <laughs> I, if that was a possibility, then they got me for sure. Huh. Yeah, damn, that'd be crazy if they allowed that. Or they oh god, what I guess there gotta be some copyright issues to say yeah. if like a they make a design that's similar to it, you know, with the the sticks at the positions they are, like the three. Some sort of like Mad one. Cat's version. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 I, I don't think it's possible. But if they were to be like, yeah, you can just use any Bluetooth controller. They're like, oh, shit, here we go. Like, Stadia does that. You can use the Xbox yeah. controller for Stadia. Uh, yeah. Man, that would be amazing. I don't know. It's That's my biggest problem right now, which is such a good problem to have with the new systems coming out that they're so close that I'm like, it's all about the controller for me. That That's a really cool benefit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but... I haven't used a PlayStation controller in a bit, so it's going to be hard to make that swap. I think mm-hmm. the Xbox is kind of like the perfect layout. Uh, any last uh, any last thing on these two systems before we head out? We're going to move on to that um, Yeah, so I will say something. It's very disappointing that, uh, how they're... Well, I would say actually PlayStation uh, being a fan. It's really disappointing how they're marketing this right now. And it's like, how do we not have more design what is it what's it look like you know very good point yeah um so i don't know what's their deal um but as a consumer uh it's very frustrating that like what's going on like i'm uh you know i got all the xbox details except for the price so how come my favorite console can't keep up with this like what's going on like why what are you waiting for what's the deal do you guys even do you even know what you're doing with the ps5 because so now it's starting to get those those thoughts are starting to get in my head now that's a really good point. Yeah, I remember watching the whole stream and the thing like they didn't actually reveal the console. That's kind of weird that they didn't do that. This is a good time to do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So maybe the maybe there'll be something there. Another thing too is, will the Xbox do their uh, what is that called? It's like the ultimate. It's like Game Pass, but like the next level where basically they give you a free Xbox yeah. and you spend twenty yeah. bucks a month. That'll yeah. that'll put me on an Xbox real fast because then I'm like, well, I could just get an Xbox and a PlayStation. <laughs> like that's so cheap. Why would you not do that? I already am buying. I already have Game Pass because Game Pass is really good for the true, PC. Yeah. So why would I not just get an Xbox with it for like five true. bucks more? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah true. So uh, just pretty I, much pay for that initial console and then you're set for however long. Well, I mean, that's the way it works is like the current one. If you spend 20 bucks a month, you get Game Pass, Xbox Live and an Xbox One for 20 bucks a month for 20, for two years. Uh, you just have to like yeah. you have to lock in for two years. So it's like, well, shit, dude, that's a good deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if yeah. they did something like that for the Xbox Series X, I think the sales on the Series X is going to go through the freaking roof because that's just too cheap to pass up. The game, the Game Pass alone is such a good deal that I think that's too cheap to pass up. So we'll have to see if that's going yeah, to be offered. Sure. All right, uh, let's go ahead and move into our last thing here. We have uh, we also have the Animal Crossing review, which we'll do after this. Uh, that'll be with Derek. He's going to be coming in for that one. But let's go ahead and do our top five things to do when you're stuck at home. Uh, this is an article we actually typed up and put up on our website. You guys can check that out. Everybody's trying to stay home, so we thought, like, well, let's kind of give some ideas out there. So I'll go over the five that I put, and then if you have any additionals, let us know. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. So uh, number five, you know I have already talked about this. You're going to catch up on your watching list, your listening and reading list, things that you've always been setting aside. Uh, some suggestions I've had, okay? You're going to throw in these suggestions, too, okay? So for on Netflix, the, the four shows that I have is you guys got to check out Ozarks. They have a new season actually coming out this week. Uh, Peaky Blinders, phenomenal show. 
uh, Bojack Horseman, one of the best written shows I've ever seen, and a series of unfortunate events. Any Ooh, other Netflix show, right? <laughs> actually just yeah. had, the, I have that like on in the background uh, <laughs> lately. Uh, is there any other Netflix series that people should be checking out while they're stuck at home? Oh man. So I'm not, I wasn't a huge fan of this, but I really liked it towards the end is the, uh, oh my gosh. What's that? Uh, carry copycat. Oh yeah. Oh, Everything's gosh. all right. Or yeah, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with this. So, uh, I finished that one and it really sucked because it was like, oh, I was really getting into it towards the end and then they yeah. just cut you off. But if you're, you know, I mean, you're stuck in a house, what are you going to do? Might as well, just, I would check that out. Yeah. The only 20 um, minute I episodes like, are real short and there's only like six of them. Oh, I really do like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, check out Kingdom. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for eating animes, I started watching Seven Deadly Sins again. How is that? Um, um it's okay so far. I'm a couple episodes in. I kind of like the premise, but, um, you know whatever yeah um so those, those would be my netflix ones okay. um if i'm watching hulu uh if you have not already you better start watching superstore so. oh yeah that is so good yeah i am way behind yeah. on it but it's really good um since i am you gotta watch lego masters also <sighs> yeah that's on my that's I on my list <laughs> god the, the the things that they create and it's just like how do you even think of this and put it together but anyway um yeah, those are my shows right there. And then I started watching The Masked Singer, actually. I don't really watch TV shows, but with the Hulu, it's really getting me into Mass it. Masked Singer? Really? I'm surprised by that yeah. one. Yeah. My... <sighs> okay. So, just a real quick, real <laughs> okay. quick backstory. Somebody's been telling me to watch this for so long. I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch it. I was like, it's on Hulu. Let me check it out. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> it's like, who is this person? I try to guess all of them. I always watch the reveals on YouTube. <laughs> just, uh, okay, okay. I'm like, oh, okay, man. Sarah Palin. That's all I needed to know. I didn't need to see all the that one stuff blew my mind. I was like, what? <laughs> oh man. But yeah. then, like, when they start describing the the clues, I really like that too. Was when obviously they get kicked off and they're like, oh, these are what the clues meant. You're like, ah, son of a bitch. That makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's the watching. Um. I thought of house chores. I got a okay. Gotta yeah. Sand down a table. Oh, that's um, so yeah. I guess I have plenty of time to do that now. Yeah, you definitely do. I mean, uh, reading, yeah. of course. Um, yeah, let's go comic books course. first. Let's, any comic books you oh, suggest? Okay. Oh my gosh! Um, suggest wise, I'll give you. I'll give you mine. So we have okay. the Vision by Tom King. If you guys, uh, you know, he's amazing. Uh, then we have Oblivion Song. That's by Robert Kirkman. He's the one that did Walking Dead. Yeah. Oblivion Song will be the next series. I promise you guys, it's that good. Uh, there's. Ooh. Flashpoint, which we did our last comic book club on. We'll do our. By the way, we're like ready to do our next comic book club, but let's. We're gonna wait until we're in person again. So that one's being postponed until we're in person again. Uh, and then of course Saga. We've talked about Saga a million times. Yeah. We're gonna talk about it a million again. Uh, check out Saga, guys. It should be an HBO series. It's so good. Uh, mm. Any other comic books now on your side? Um. So for me, of course, you already know I'm gonna respawn twenty four seven. That's all I ever do. Yeah. And um. But uh, Saga, of course. Um, I'm reading a, if you like horror, I'm reading a pinhead one. So that's kind of interesting. That's cool. Um, it's not too bad. Uh, dang. Yeah. And I'm also actually reading a current, uh, fantastic four because out of nowhere, um, I just wanted to pick up fantastic four, which how, I've how has that, that been? in my life? <laughs> I, I like uh, fantastic four. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's cool. So it's basically, they were separated and, uh, um, uh, fantastic invisible woman have a uh, kids now. And yeah. the kids are so powerful. Like one of the sons, they have a son and a daughter, if I remember right. 
and the sun could just like pretty much create universes and they weren't going to each universe and visiting it and then obviously some shit happens in earth and then they come back to earth and they try to fight with all the heroes um which was pretty cool because that episode that comic had like all the superheroes like black panther spider-man oh, that's cool um all the big marvel ones that were there so that, i thought that was pretty neat um so i'm pretty new to the series but so far so good yeah it's not bad the thing is getting married to a woman, so I'm kind of curious on how that's working out. Yeah, that's uh, like the reminds me that well, <laughs> like mm, that's gonna hurt. I like it, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it's closer to Pebble than Boulder. <laughs> we'll have to see oh, how that goes. Gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but so far that one's kind of fun. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what about books? Is there any books out there that people have to read? I'll go first. Why you think? So, okay. uh, everybody loves Game of Thrones pick up one of the actual books the first one is called game of thrones uh it's a song of I- I- uh, ice and fire is the series uh george R. R. martin's the author guys check that out secondly J.R.L. tolkien's the hobbit look the movie did not do this book justice the first one did seriously the- you gotta check out the oh, hobbit uh, the, okay i like the book okay 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 yeah the i'm saying the last movie was too bloated if you read the book okay, okay. you'll appreciate that the actual like complete story like, okay, I think, like, it. the movie, like, the first movie was great. The second movie was really good. The third movie, I was just like, hold on, guys. You guys are going way too far on something that didn't exist. In the book, there was, like, it was so much more about Bilbo and his sacrifice to, like, you know, basically portray the hobbits. <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much, Got but, it. you know what I'm saying? And so, I, I really yeah. think the book is perfect for that. Uh, Christy Golden is the current writer for basically all things World of Warcraft right now, story or uh, game-wise. Go pick up some of her books that actually got her the job. So uh, my favorite one is Rise of the Horde. It's the uh, it's the story of the Horde coming to Azeroth. So check that out. It's called Rise of the Horde by Christy Golden. And then the last one, it's a collection of writers, Dan O'Brien, uh, Soren Bowie. I, there's a few of them. Dan O'Brien's one of my favorites. Uh, but it's by Cracked, the team. Uh, it's called The D-Text Book. And it's just really cool facts that you wouldn't think about, like the fact that the... Uh, Roman Colosseum, or all the Roman structures that we see today that are all white and like depleted, they used to be very colorful. Back in the day, they would paint like them with bright colors. It's just over time they became white. So you actually are imagining them wrong back in the day. Stuff like that. Raptors and T-Rexes all were pretty much feathered. You wouldn't think about them now as feathered, but they were back in the day. Stuff like that. So check that out. That's the uh, the D textbook. So that's a pretty cool one. Uh, any books that uh, you have in mind? Yeah, so I'm going to expand the world of uh star wars Ooh, uh what i'm starting to read now is the star wars galaxy edge a crash of fate um i really th- think that it's amazing that we they disney made a land at the theme parks and then now are making books on it so now you could kind of go there i wonder if if i go back to galaxy's edge if i will see something that's recognizable in the books and i think that'd be awesome if it does so right now i'm brand new to it so mm-hmm. i haven't really ran through that yet um, I'm reading Blood Air. Basically, if you're a fan of Avatar, this girl does bloodbending, pretty much rip people apart. Right. Uh, so that's kind of cool. She's basically, um, father dies. She's trying to figure out who they blame her. So she's on the run, but she's a princess. So she's trying to like find the person that killed the father. Um, I picked up, uh, some of these, uh, Kobe books, uh, the Wizard Art series. Mm-hmm. And started reading one of them, and what I thought was kind of neat because it's basically sports mixed with Harry Potter. That so sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, the coach is basically a wizard, but not really saying he's a wizard. Okay. Um, but it's kind of like funny little scenes where, um, okay, you guys need a basketball, so I'll throw the gym bag down, and it's like tons of basketballs start flying out of the bag. Um, so it's kind of like a, 
God, they've done so many movies of this, like little Hocus Pocus movies and stuff where they yeah. have like this magic bag and they can pull anything out of it. Right. So yeah. it's kind of like that. And he's able to make the gym like turn into different things. So that's kind of fun. Um, Obviously, you can tell what my reading level is because I kind of just don't care <laughs> young about adult. adult books. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. the the Hunger imagination of young adult books. Good. Yeah, there's yeah. so much, just so much more than what they are. Yeah, um, if I was reading a thirty year old man book, so. <laughs> <laughs> it could be boring. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, cool. This is this is just too real. Well, I three of the books I suggested have dragons and shit. So <laughs> we we yeah, both have yeah. our niches. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, but yeah, those are those would be my three that I recommend that's good choices uh okay so let's go to uh, number four on the top five list that was all just the fifth thing uh because it was a bulky one so number four is try out a game that you haven't tried before like out of your comfort zone for example i like open world games uh i'm not necessarily a big fan of maybe platformers so i had to go purposely try out a platformer uh or the staples in gaming too so you always hear about minecraft and you haven't played minecraft out this is going out to squeak specifically try out minecraft it's a good time (laughs) to try that out it's one of the best games ever made uh, and then on Game Pass, if you guys have Game Pass on the PC, they have the What Will I Play Next? And you press the Surprise Me button, it'll randomly pick a game for you to play. And it did Sunset Overdrive for me, and I've, you know, I've, um, it's okay. It's not a great game. But <laughs> but it's a good way to kind of just try out something new and, and then uh, something completely new. Any suggestions, like, games out of your comfort zone that people might want to try out? Oh, so I don't know out of my comfort zone, but I did try a brand new game out. And it's called Broadhalla. Mm-hmm. Um, that's getting a lot of that's hype because it's on esports now. Yeah. Um, so I just started uh, playing that for the first time uh, two days ago, and God, I'm a beast. At yeah. That game. <laughs> so God, I'm playing online a lot. Is it the uh, Epic so Game Store? Fun. To get that. Uh, I got it through uh, Xbox. It's free to play. Okay. Um, and then obviously you pay for like extra characters and stuff. When I thought right. it was kind of neat because it has crossover characters, so you can see like Laura Croft, yeah, and some WWE characters. So that's pretty neat. Yeah, I think uh, Adventure um, Time characters are there too. I think. Yeah, they are actually. Yeah. So uh, that's neat. Um, I'm playing. I ended up getting the Castlevania Anniversary Collection, so I have all of those I'm gonna play. So some going back to back in the days to play some old games that I never played. Stick with the platformers. Ducktales Remastered. Classic. Never really played it, so. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Must be the, the first time. I'm um, not a big uh, battle royale person, but mm-hmm. I'm thinking about going to check out some Call of Duty Warzone. It's good. Uh, Daniel did a review for it and uh, gave it a B, but he was playing to like five in the morning, playing it. So uh-huh. it kind of gives some like extra context of what you know how good it is. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So I'm probably do that. All right, guys. You hear those are all free games too, so that was pretty good. Like you know, that Brawl Hall is. Pretty awesome. I watch a lot of videos for that. It's fun. Uh, number three on my list is join a community. So there's like a lot of different things out there. Discord's probably my best choice for this. Uh, that you can join a community for like things that you like. So just the randomest ass thing in your life that you enjoy. There is a group of people together that are doing that. There's also Facebook groups. I didn't know that this was like an important thing, but apparently everybody's doing these Facebook groups now. I feel old saying that. Uh, but <laughs> you can join a Facebook group for whatever you want. Uh, if you guys don't have a community to join right now and you can't think of one, on our website is a link to our Discord. You can actually join it and just bullshit about geek stuff. You're listening to this podcast. You're into geek life. Join us. And a lot of times we're on where we're playing Sea of Thieves or whatever. You can hop in and chit-chat with us. We've already had a few people join since the article went up. Um, yeah, so find a community with like interests and then join. Is there any kind of online community that you're a part of, Squeaks, that uh, you'd have to suggest? Oh, man. I'm actually not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm kind of a really Discord guy as well. <laughs> yeah, I never really 
interested in any community to be honest i mean yeah. maybe i should though maybe i should do that actually since i'm off yeah our podcast has you know, we're not we're in a podcast community with all our networks and stuff like that so it's been good kind of yeah, keeping up with them and that's true. That's giving true. Your, we kind of like helping each other out with like hey anybody know how to record from home and stuff like that so been kind of sharing that and stuff so it's it's been pretty good yeah. i need to branch out though maybe that's a, a resolution i'll have during this coronavirus coronavirus resolution yeah that's is, good uh, branching out to like what i used to do with uh destiny one how they used to have it where they have the app and you kind of communicate with others to like get yeah. braids yeah maybe i should find like a specific game that i'm really into and get with others world of warcraft it has so many communities <laughs> all i needed to do is talk to you, talk to you about <laughs> yeah, you're I'm, you're my community there you go <laughs> Uh, all right, number two is learn something new. So there's a ton of online free classes, or this should be YouTube, but online free classes you guys can join and learn something new. Like coding is a really good example of something you completely learn from home. Uh, there's Khan Academy that I can't suggest enough. Khan Academy has classes from like math to science and engineering, arts, humanities. They have all kinds of like economics and computing. Computing is kind of, I think, why they started because I know they're really famous for that, uh, where you can learn how to do coding and stuff like that. And uh, it's pretty amazing. So if you were to think of this like, look, I'm stuck at home for two weeks. Can I come out of it with like a new understanding of a completely different subject? Uh, something that I could actually use in real life. So like Photoshop, any of the Adobe programs are really good to master. Uh, you know, we use Audition for this podcast, uh, stuff like that. It's a really good time to kind of like, I'm going to learn something new and come out of this a better person. Is there anything like that you would want to learn this week? Honestly, to better myself as a more value as an individual, I'm going to continue to learn a different language. Ooh, that's a good uh, idea. That's a huge thing for me. So I'll go back and forth with it all the time, but I can't stay consistent with it. So I'll go like yeah. a week strong and then kind of be off for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so that'll be a huge one for me. I need to I need to pick that up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Learn another language. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, if you have the money, there's Zeta Zone, but there's also like Duolingual. It's free and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you can check out things. Uh, all right. My number one thing on my top five things to do when you stay at home is create content. So uh, we're currently creating a podcast, but you could do YouTube videos. You could do a lot of fan art. We love fan art. We're actually going to start doing every Friday fan art. Like we're going to be actually posting other people's fan arts and giving them a spotlight. Uh, you could write stories. I have a friend that writes uh, short stories, sends them to me, and then I kind of like I'm the editor for her. Uh, and then we have you could make a website. WordPress offers free websites. It would have WordPress in the name of the website, but you could still do that. And just blog about your daily life and what it's like to be stuck at home, stuff like that. Uh, you can just do whatever you want. Share your passions. Somebody out in the world is going to want to like check it out. Trust me. Uh, and even if not, I mean, like, you're just expressing yourself, and that's important. Is there any kind of, like, content creating that you could think of that would be fun to do? Dang, you know what? I don't, I don't know if I have the technology, but I really need to stream and then have the camera on me. That's what I should do. Yeah, that's a good idea. And yeah. then I could give you our stream key and you could stream under our banner would be really nice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be super fun to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I need to go buy a camera though, huh? You could get one on Amazon for like 20 bucks. It would be like your first step camera. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe but that's something I'll do. I just bought the Logitech, I think it's like 960 or 990 or whatever. Uh, it's it's this like, it's a good like 1080 uh, adjusting, all stuff like that. It's really nice. Uh, it's worth the money, but it was like 60 bucks. Um, so mm. I would suggest that if you guys wanted to get the streaming is a really good option. Streaming is really cool. And then you well, don't yeah, have to necessarily stream a game too. Like there is streaming podcast, streaming talk show category where you can just sit there and bullshit with people and people will hop in and talk with you. If you, again, that's also part of community building on that one. So that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Cause uh, I play so like so many different games. So like, why not? It'll be just random every time. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that you could suggest in your like top five ideas of things to do stay while you're staying at home? 
Oh, man. Um, if I could keep still, I really want to catch up on my comic books. That's my top. That's a big one. Yeah. Uh, priority. Um, yeah. yeah, why not? Oh, you know what sucks, though, too? People probably don't. I mean, you could buy comic books digital, but if you like to have that physical copy, you're probably going to have a hard time getting that physical copy right now. Well, one thing you can do, so that's a, I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, we're big supporters of trying to support your local comic book shop. And it's hard because right now, like, okay, well, I'm going to go to Comixology because I can't go to my comic book shop. Call your local comic book shop. A lot of them will have mailing lists to where they'll, what they'll do, they, everybody has pull lists, right? So, like, oh, I always get every flash every week, uh, every other week. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll also have an option where you pay extra to have it mailed to you. So, you can do oh, that. Okay. That'll support your local comic book shop. And then another podcast brought up an excellent point. Uh, you could actually buy gift cards over the phone from them. So if you're like, I really want to support the local guys, spend 20 bucks a month and just buy a gift card. And then once this whole thing's over with, you go over there and you're buying like stacks on stacks. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, true, true. Uh, it's a it's a good way to support the local guys. Uh, and then, you know, yeah, go call. Comixology is a really good deal. They also have Marvel yeah. Unlimited and DC Universe that you can get to. to kind of, God, like, I just learned about Marvel Unlimited. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. yeah I was like, because <laughs> I always had the Marvel Comics app and then it's like, what? hold on, what is this Unlimited? I'm like, oh my god, this is a crazy deal. Whole new world. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty good. All right, I think that's it. Uh, after this, we have our Animal Crossing review. So uh, you guys stick around for that. Next up, we're joined by Derek to talk about Animal Crossing. Uh, Derek, how you been? Awesome. How about you? Doing good, doing good. Uh, first, we're going to be breaking down what is Animal Crossing. Say you're trying to pitch this game in a minute. What would you say? All right, so it's slave labor starting out. Okay, um, okay. Uh, starting <laughs> out strong, okay. <laughs> you're going to be forever in debt to a raccoon named Tom Nook because you're always going to want a bigger house. <laughs> well, <laughs> that sounds like capitalism. <laughs> right? No, but um, for real, the, the game's a blast, honestly. Um, it has fishing, bud catching. Um, it's a collector's game where you have a museum that you want to fill up with all the different types of fish and things which come in season. So it actually um, does progress with your, um, like, as the year goes through. Like, uh, you can catch sharks between July and August, things like that. Like, um, different bugs. You'll get tarantulas right now at night that try to come and get you. And if they get to you, that make you faint, go back home. Um, things like that. Um, you shake the trees, you get branches. Um, in this Animal Crossing, something new was added where um, you have to actually build your own equipment where you didn't have to do that before. So now whenever you shake the trees, you get branches and you use those branches to build your fishing poles, your shovels, axes, things like that to use. So gameplay-wise, the idea is to fill up a museum. What other gameplay are you doing while you're in Animal Crossing? Uh, gameplay-wise, you are collecting items. You can buy items from Nook and his two nephews, Timmy and Tommy, um, and you're going to decorate your house. You're going to make your house bigger, give it extra floors, extra rooms. The better your house looks, the better the housing association will send you gifts. Um, there's themes, there's special items. You have a turnip vendor that comes in and it's like playing the stock market. The prices change over time. You hold on to them and you sell your turnips whenever they're high, buy them whenever they're low. You're, you're really just spending your time fishing, um, enjoying playing the game. You can cut down trees, you plant trees for different fruit. Um, whenever you start the game, you have a native fruit to your island. Uh, mine was cherries. I think the other ones are peaches, coconuts, apples and pears maybe um 
I'm not entirely sure I haven't collected them all yet. I'm not sure if they're different in this game. You know, just talking to your neighbors, getting to know them, which they're all animals. Uh, you're the only human. How is your progress tracked in the game? Is it just solely your collection? Uh, yeah, for the most part, it's going to be your outfit that you wear, um, which a lot of them are based off of how much they're going to cost you in money. Um, so it's like a prestige type thing that like, if you have the most expensive clothes on or the most expensive decorations in your house, like the biggest house that you can possibly get those kind of things. And then outside of that, it's going to be your museum and how hard you've worked to fill it up and acquire all the different fossils and insects and fish. Okay. Okay. Uh, looking at multiplayer, I've seen online people posting like, Hey, I've got peaches. I'm looking for cherries, whatnot. What kind of multiplayer are we seeing in animal crossing? Okay, so there's not actually a ton of multiplayer, to be completely honest. Uh, you can invite other actual people over to your island. They can play on your island. Um, you all can, um, like, they can get your fruit because um, that's, at least previously in the other games, that's how you made a lot of money um, because your, your native fruit only sells for like 100, 125 bells is the currency. But if you get fruit that is not native to your island, that fruit will sell for like 500 so you want to visit as many of them as you can. And the other ones that you visit, you'll talk to their neighbors. You'll get to know their neighbors. Um, in this one, you actually can fly to islands that are generated randomly. And whenever you go to those islands, there's always a campfire that has a animal there. And if you talk to the animal, you can invite them to your island to actually come live with you. And what benefit is there to having somebody come live with you? Um, the more that you talk to your neighbors, the more friendly you get. And I'm not entirely sure what the scale is for that. Like how often you have to talk to them or like things like that. But sometimes they'll want you to give them gifts. Sometimes they'll give you gifts. Um, they'll talk to you about your other neighbors and let you know what, like how they're feeling. Like they'll be like, Oh, so-and-so is like down today. And then you'll go and talk to them. They'll be like, yeah, you know, I really just wanted some apples or something other today and I didn't have any. So you get them some apples like that kind of thing. Okay. So you're trying to build a community just make it better. Looking at story now, is there a story and does it impact your progress in the game at all? Um, there is not a story, I wouldn't say. Um, mainly you start off the game. The only story part is like um, whenever you first get there, they're like, oh, this is a new island with the, that we found. We're glad that you're inhabiting it. Um, thanks for helping us build you know, so-and-so. And you're going to have to gather materials for their shop and for the museum and things like that. <clears throat> but as far as story goes, it's just mainly hitting milestones. Um, and logging on each day because um, you unlock certain things the more you log on, like each day. Oh, man, that sounds very mobile-esque. <laughs> Too yeah, mobile for very, me. very close. Yeah. Looking at visuals, uh, I know that it's pretty cartoony. Is there anything visually that you think should be highlighted that uh, really shows off how good Animal Crossing is? This one is actually much better graphic which i expect it going on to more of like a console that the switch is moving off of the 3ds but the graphics are actually a huge step up um the i the, actually i just now got my museum built today um and i was looking through there and it is a way more extensive like there was so much more work done on the museum in this game than there was any of the other ones like this one looks insanely good if you get the opportunity i would go and like actually just look at a youtube video of somebody's museum because they put a lot of work into making this museum look amazing um 
outside of that, I would say just the availability of like the randomly generated islands that you're going to. Um, but graphically, a lot of it's the same. What about lighting? I know lighting is so important uh, in the next level of consoles and everything like that. So everything seems to be focusing on that. In Animal Crossing, have you noticed any moments where like the lighting has been really beneficial to the game? Yeah, the, the lighting in Animal Crossing has always been ahead of the curve, in my opinion, on all the games because they actually follow through your day. So if it's so it goes by your time zone. So if it's daylight outside, it's going to be daylight in the game. Whenever it starts getting dark outside, it starts getting dark in your game. Um, and they've done really, really well to project that, but also give you all the availabilities that are in the game. Like you'll still be able to see all of your trees. You'll still be able to see all your neighbors. They'll have plenty of lighting outside of the shops, things like that. Like you're not going to miss out on anything. The lighting's extremely good. You were talking about crafting tools earlier. I'm assuming you're able to gather resources to craft better tools and upgrades. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Um, right now I have the tier two. I'm not sure if it goes above that yet. Um, I have been doing all of my things daily, so I'm, I'm assuming that it'll either happen in the future or I have the maximum amount currently, but you'll make what is called your flimsy tools at first out of just the branches, and then you'll take those tools that you craft, which they have a higher chance of breaking when you use them, um, and then you'll have to go craft more, but you have to craft a flimsy version and then add a iron ore to it. And that will make the second part of it. And it'll make it, it still breaks over time, but it'll take it a lot longer to break. Okay, so it's similar to how Minecraft works with tools. Uh, now, looking at like the visual aspect of this, when you have an upgraded tool, do you see that effect in the visuals while you're using it? Does it look better than the tool you previously had? Um, yeah, it, it changes. The original ones are like, you can tell they're made out of a tree branch. Like they have like the, the like knots hanging off of them or like, well, like tree branches off of the uh, fishing pole, things like that. And then whenever you add the ore to it, it refines it a lot more. It looks like it's been like sanded down or like reinforced. It'll have like metal plating or somewhere around it, like little bitty rings, things like that. Do you know how many tiers there are to the upgraded items? Like how far you can go? Like I said, currently, I just have the the flimsy and then the upgrade from that. So if there is an upgrade above just the one above flimsy, then I just haven't progressed to it yet. So it'll probably be locked behind the daily login. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, okay, so is there anything else in the game that we haven't talked about that you really want to cut up a spotlight on and really make sure we get in? The, the one thing that I have noticed that I wish was in the game and that I currently don't know that it's not, I don't guess, but I don't see a way for them to introduce it as of right now. But in the previous games, you had a train or a tram of some sort that would take you to a town that you would shop in for like more high-end items. And this one doesn't seem to have that. And I wish that it did. Like I, I like that was a big part of like going to the town and you'll see the other people, like the other animals in the game that are available as neighbors like you can't talk to them and have them come back but like one day you might see them come to your town and then it was nice having like the strip mall to go to and there's like a guy that shines your shoes that you get to know like things like that okay do you think there's going to be any sort of dlc or additions later on that'll bring that back into the game very possible yeah um, I, I haven't heard anything about D DLC, but I think that that's extremely possible on the Switch. With all the DLC that they're adding to their other games, I could see it 100%. All right, at this point, let's go ahead and give this game a grade. So Animal Crossing, how do you feel? What should be the grade? I'm going to say, as far as I've played it right now, if you ask me in you know a couple months, it might be completely different if we see that we're getting DLC or something like that. But I'd say right now, I'd say a B is fair. 
All right, so that is going to be a solid B from Derek. That's pretty great. Thank you so much for joining us, Derek. Awesome. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, that's it for this week's episode. We'll come back to you next week. Again, we'll probably have some more fun games or whatnot in store uh, to kind of fill in this lack of news time that we're experiencing right now. Everybody stay safe, wash your hands, uh, and just be cool with each other while we get through this. Talk to you later. Bye. joining us on the geek freaks podcast you can find us on twitter at geek freaks pod we're also on facebook instagram you can email us we have our patreon and a store all those links are in the description thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week